Hello, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to explain why you might hear ads like this before, during, or even after an episode. We're a small but mighty team here at Realm, and to help fund our shows, we promote products or services that we think you'd enjoy from a variety of sponsors. If any of our ads interest you, one of the best ways to support us is by visiting the link or using the promo code in the ad. It's pretty much a win-win since you can get some great deals and we can keep making awesome shows like this one. You can also visit realm.fm slash partners for more information about our sponsors and how to access the different promotions. Thanks again for joining us in our corner of the universe. Listen away. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you tried CPR? No, no. She was dead when I came in. She's dead. She's gone. You just heard the 911 call made 18 years ago by Dick Carlisle, the husband of Margaret Heather Graham, known as Peg to her many friends. Peg Graham was a wealthy heiress, but by all accounts, she wasn't a stereotype. She was smart, funny, and bold, loved by most who knew her for being fearless and kind. She was happily married and mother to a three-year-old little boy. At barely 30, Peg had already founded Heartstone Farms' Thoroughbred Dynasty and made a name for herself as an outspoken advocate against the doping of racehorses. She was a legendary trainer in the making, something that's still rare for women today. She was all those things and more, until her untimely death three weeks before a derby that champions heart, the horse she'd been training, was favored to win. That night, 18 years ago, she was killed by a gunshot to the heart and bled to death on her own bedroom floor. Welcome to Dead Air, the podcast version of my University of Kentucky radio show, where M is now for Midnight, Mackenzie, and Murder. So what happened? The story goes that Dick Carlisle returned from dinner with friends to find screaming horses in the barns and his wife dead on the floor of the master bedroom, a bullet through her chest, a horseshoe in her right hand. In an early briefing to reporters, police noted that the rest of the house was undisturbed. The nanny who was in the house at the time is quoted as saying she heard nothing unusual and certainly not a gunshot. Then there's the other weird thing the horseshoe in Peg's hand. It appears ordinary, like any from the farm, until someone realizes it's a keepsake of Peg's that belonged to her first horse, Lucky Girl. The meaning of it being placed with the body isn't clear. 911, what's your emergency? I'm calling to say I did it. I killed her. Margaret. Peg. Peg Graham. Sir, what's your I'm name? Brandon McDonald. I, I work at Hearthstone Farm with Peg. I loved her, and she wouldn't love me back, so I shot her. I I can't go on knowing what I did. I've taken something, and I'll be gone soon. But I want everyone to know... Sir, what exactly did you I'll take? I'll be gone soon. I'm dispatching an ambulance. Can you stand the no, line with me? No, let me go. Uh, let me be gone. I can't bear to live with what I've done. 
Brandon McDonald was a 21-year-old who came over from Ireland to work on Kentucky horse farms. He'd been an assistant to Peg Graham for two months. The police reached the boarding house Brandon is living in and get him to the hospital in time to save his life. He claims that when Peg rejected him that night, he killed her. He placed the horseshoe in her hand as a loving gesture. He tossed the gun he used on the drive home. He doesn't remember quite where. And so he lives to plead guilty over the objections of his public defender. Brandon McDonald gets life in prison without the possibility of parole. The Grams and Carlisles did not want a trial. They did not want the death penalty. They just wanted it to be over. And so one of the most sensational crimes in Kentucky history is resolved before it really begins. Or so everyone thinks. Well, not everyone. I'm not even sure I do anymore. I intended to just tell this story, the whole weird saga of this famous Kentucky murder, like any of my favorite podcasts and true crime documentaries would. But when I first talked about this on the radio, I got a phone call. Hello, this is Mackenzie. Hello? What if? What if the person who killed Peg Graham isn't in prison? Excuse me? The murder. Peg Graham. Everyone thinks they know what happened, but it doesn't add up. There's more to it. Someone, no, you should look deeper. How do you... Yeah, I know. It's just a not-so-random phone call. It could have been a prank, but something about it feels... true. Isn't Brandon's confession a little too neat? Too fast? He hits all the points needed to explain Peg's death away, and then to explain his own suicide away. He sounds almost coached once you listen to it with that in mind. But maybe that's confirmation bias. I'm a journalism major, and I can fall into that trap like anyone else. Still, why did he refuse to let his lawyer defend him? None of this is enough to go on. Believe me, I know. But it was enough for me to decide to do what the caller asked. Look deeper. Wow, the true crime fan in me is definitely intrigued. And all the episodes of Mackenzie's podcast are available now. To hear more, subscribe to Realm Plus on Apple Podcasts or Realm Unlimited on realm.fm.